let's share some things more. Esther chapter 5, the verse number 2. Esther 5, the verse number 2, 3. Okay, come to verse 3. Come to verse 3. Let's. I feel like there is something off somewhere. Anna. Okay. Then the king asked, please, we are still on preparation for the glory. Preparation for the glory. Now, today, we want to move on to another interesting phase. You know, what Esther went through to obtain favor from the king, they are all things that we can learn from. I drew parallels between the position of the king to God and we are establishing that other, and then Esther to the church. So we are still, we are still working. We are still working around that scripture. Hallelujah. Yeah. So today, uh, I want us to look at something it is still preparation for the glory but today i want to call it something the king can't refuse look at what is something the king can't refuse tell somebody that there is something that jesus can't refuse oh i didn't hear you see there is something that our master will not refuse hallelujah there is something that uh, he says he will not refuse. Today we want to we we look at some deep things from the way. Come down to the next verse. This verse what? Okay, verse 4. Now, okay, so let's, we, we, are, we are taking a, a, a message from here. Now, if it pleases the king, now this is what Esther said to the king. Okay, Esther has come to the king the king says to Esther, Esther, what is it that you have come to take? Last week I explained to you that by the demeanor of Esther, the, the man knew that the king, his husband, her husband, sorry, knew that Esther had come for serious business. Do you remember last week? By the way she presented herself, the king knew that she didn't come for a family reunion and that there was something troubling her heart deeply. I explained to you that prayer is not a, just a spiritual exercise. It's a soulish exercise too. A man cannot be in deep distress and his attitude in prayer remain as a man that is enjoying. Are you with me? If a man is in distress, it reflects in the way he pours out his supplication. Esther prayed and it, it was, sorry, uh, Hannah, Anna prayed. I was talking about it last Sunday. Anna prayed and the way she presented her cause anybody that was observing Anna knew that she was deeply troubled in fact the bible said that her countenance was no, no longer sad when she received the prophetic word it means that it was visible on her face the writer of Samuel is not Anna somebody reported the story it was visible on the face of Esther that the weight of the burden on her heart was telling are you understanding me now so, so we established the fact that the king saw Esther and he, he knew immediately that there was something wrong. Say, there are many of us, we come to God and there is nothing to show that there are issues with us. 
we come and then we behave as though we own the world meanwhile there are serious issues we are battling our attitude should show tell somebody your attitude should show so we looked at that last week and then today we are continuing the, the man told Esther, Esther, what is it you want? Even if you want up to the half of my kingdom, it is available. I said that by her demeanor, the king also could, 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 could judge and could know that what Esther had come to ask for wasn't something small. It was grand. It was what? It was what? Grand. It was huge. This is a man and his wife. You don't talk to your wife and ask him and ask her if you see your wife inside. Say, oh, then I'll pay. If you want half of my properties, I'll give it to you. It doesn't make sense. No, nobody talks to her wife like that. There should have been something about Esther at that time that necessitated the king giving such a remark upon the appearance of Esther. Is somebody with me? Shout, I hear you. Now, so this is Esther's request as she presented it to the king. So follow me. This to this message. If it pleases the king, replied Esther, let the king together with Haman. Look at so we say Haman. Haman is an Agagite. The Bible calls him Haman the Agagite. Now, if it pleases the king, replied Esther, let the king together with Haman. When I was little, let me tell you something small before I continue my message. When I was about, I was very little. You know, they used to have morning devotion in my house my mother and her friends they would gather in our bedroom and they would have morning devotion and and you know they they don't say haman they say haman yes sir although we were there yeah there yeah, that's right the old woman they don't say haman they say what haman haman the mordecai so uh, this this story i have known it since i was an infant because when they are praying they they use haman say haman <laughs> hallelujah they have thrown arrows and bullets since I was a child. I don't know. Hey man, so you see uh, 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 iron do missile defense cranker by now. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a blessing to have wonderful mothers. Is it not a blessing? Oh, is it not a blessing? Maybe your mother is a witch. So you can't say it's... it's <laughs> but I, I thank God for your mother and for, you know, all those things. So I remember him man very well. Amen. Okay, so Haman, okay, let king, let the king together with him. And so this is Esther's Asemo Katre, the king, Ahasuerus name. Now, if it please the king, reply Esther, let the king together with Haman come today to a banquet that I have prepared for him. I'll preach from this place. If it pleases the king, if it does what pleases the king, let the king together with Haman together with Haman. Haman is this guy who had plotted to destroy all the Jews. Okay. He had taken a decree from the king. And that decree permitted the Jews. In fact, the, the nature of the decree is dangerous. Decree is dangerous. The thing is that the decree was, was such that they were now sitting in the whole province of Persia, of, of Yesa. And then they will say that, Mr. Rubin, if you see a Jew, that person is already dead. So you can do whatever you like to that Jew. And Jews are naturally prosperous. Are you with me? Hello? And if you see a Jew and then you like the property he has, just kill him and take it. This is the decree that Haman went to take. Are you with me? And it was a decree that was going anywhere. And so long as you were a Jew, they were going to kill you because you had something somebody wanted. Are you with me? Yes, sir. And Esther went to the king and said to the king, Papa, please, I am preparing a banquet for you. 
and I want you to come together with this man who had gone for this decree. That is Haman the Agagite. Is somebody with me? Shout I hear you. Now look at this. Esther went to the king with serious heaviness on her heart. Everybody she knew was going to be slaughtered. So she approached the king as somebody that was in deep pain. But also, when he when she went to the king, she didn't present her case. She went to present to the king something he couldn't refuse. Hallelujah. <laughs> Is somebody understanding me? Now, so Medica was yes, I am using the king to stand for God and Esther to stand for the church. Esther went to the king full of anguish, full of sorrow, and then still had the wisdom to present to the king something he couldn't refuse. Come today to a banquet that I have prepared for you. Now follow me. God do not have needs. Follow me. God, only needs. I hope you understand the English word needs. Something he needs. You know, Mr. Rubin needs. What are some of the things we need as human beings? Something that is water. Water is a need, right? You can't live on the earth for one year without drinking water. So you need to drink water. I hope you are getting me. Hello, it's a need. Nobody can do without it for one year. It's a need. If you want to stay alive, it's a need. So, what I want to say is that there is nothing that God needs. He doesn't need anything from Benedicta. There is nothing he needs from us. Are you understanding me? If I need something, it means that without it, I'll fall short somewhere. And I cannot survive without it. So, we understand that there is nothing that when we fail to give God, it will change the persona of God. God will be God irrespective of the way humans beings choose to treat him. Is somebody understanding me? So God doesn't have a need. There is nothing he needs. However, there are things that he requires and there are things that he enjoys. Those are the two dimensions I want you to look at. He doesn't have a need. Need in each lesson. Oh, here, are you with me? Hello, and then requirement is another level. Look at this. He calls Abraham from the land of Babylon, and he told he tells Abraham, Abraham, I want to bless you and make you the father of all nations. I will bless you so that when anybody sees you, the person who that you are blessed, I want your seed to inherit the earth. He gave a lot of promises to Abraham. And then he said that then I want to have a covenant with you. So that Abraham, every male child in your house, let that guy be circumcised. So listen to me. It's a proposal the Lord made to Abraham. Abraham, I want to covenant with you. So as part of what you have to do in the covenant, circumcise your child. Follow me. I with me. And I, on my part, I'm going to bless you and make you a blessing. I'm going to raise your seed. You shall be a city. You shall be a nation. All nations are going to be blessed through you. This is the part I'm offering. And Abraham, what I require in response to what I'm offering is that circumcise every male child unto me. Is somebody understanding me? So that one, it is not a need. 
it is a covenant that has taken place so your part of the covenant is what he requires from you so that he fulfills the part he has promised now do you understand this hello oh come on come on come on and as we can it too complex i hope it's understandable so god does it it is not a need for god it is as part of the dictates of the covenant God will say this, I'll do this, I'll do this. And on your part, he requires certain things. If you do it, it happens. If you don't do it, he doesn't have a problem. So that one cannot be classified as a need. Are you understanding me? So it's a requirement. And then there is the third dimension. That is what Esther presented. I call it something he cannot refuse. Something he enjoys. Listen to me. I like playing football. It doesn't mean that I cannot live without playing football. Hello, Miyama Enka every evening be a big in a park so bomb a bubble, but possibly say Kofaima organization quay exercise one Saturday, probably once a year. I'll never play football, but in my mind, I like playing football. I don't need to play football to stay alive, but it is something that I enjoy. Now, are you understanding me? There are things that God enjoys from us, but they are not things He needs. They are not things he requires. Are you following me? Come on, are you following me? Shout, I hear you. Listen to me. Paul said that because of the ministry, what he was engaged in, he didn't want to have a wife. It is not something God requires. It is something God enjoyed. Are you following me? Requirement is something that, 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 that as part of the covenant we have with you, I am doing. And the need is something that is absent in his vocabulary. When Esther visited the king, he went to, she, sorry, she went to the king and presented the king with something the king cannot refuse. The king doesn't have to have a banquet. Think about this. He's the greatest king alive around that time. In fact, a banquet. Oh, come on. Every meal, a table manner is more than a banquet. So he, he actually didn't need the banquet, but it was something he enjoyed. If you look at the life history of this king, we understand that it is something he actually enjoyed. You go inside and you understand where I'm coming from. Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I say, shout, I hear you. There are many of us, we are believers. We have served God for 10, 15 years. We don't know what the Lord enjoys. Hello? <laughs> It's amazing, you know, we treat some of the things, covenant requirements, needs, and the things he enjoys. And some of us, the way we present it, it makes it look as though God is needy. There are three separate dimensions. But because of our lack of understanding, we view all of them as the same thing. God needs me to do. God needs. No, he doesn't. He has requirements you can choose not to bring. And then he has no three things that he enjoys. Now, are you understanding me? Don't confuse the three. Believers have combined all of them. We are not able to separate the things he requires from the things he enjoys. Very few people understand what it means to present to God something he cannot refuse. Is somebody with me? And they will be there Hasi and I shout, I hear you. Yes, sir. And a message that the word training follow me. You understand me? Is somebody understanding me? Yes, sir. Now look at this. Woba has been in church for 10 years. He doesn't know what God can't refuse. 
there are many of us. We don't know what God can't refuse. I said that when Esther went to the king and said that I have prepared a banquet for you, it wasn't to help the king to make up his mind. Understand this. Immediately Esther went, the king said, what do you want? Even if you want up to the half of my kingdom, it is available. So the banquet that Esther offered, it wasn't to help the king to do what? To make up his mind. His mind was already made. Immediately Esther appeared in front of him. Now is somebody understanding me? Shout I hear you. But there is something else the king cannot refuse. There is something else the king cannot refuse. I said that many times. The things we go to God and present to him. It doesn't help our cause. It help, Sorry, it doesn't help him to make up his mind. It helps us to build our confidence in him. If somebody understand me, it doesn't help him to act, it helps us rather to build confidence. There are some of us, eh? One day, so a lady, a certain lady came to me, said that she's traveling. Oh, Kony she, she was carrying oil. Pray over this oil. I want to go to when I go to my house, I, I want to be anointing my because those places they are witches. Hallelujah. Everywhere you step in Ghana, there are witches. Now, are you understanding? Oh, I'm telling you. Now, when the catchers will be a hotel or takra, they have no a hot day. I've been you know, but taking the oil and sending it to the house to anoint the place, it builds her confidence. It doesn't do anything to God. God was already there before he she took the oil to the village. Now, is somebody understanding me? So, some of the things we go, some of the things we do, it builds our own confidence. It doesn't help God in any way. Esther goes and presents to the king something the king cannot refuse, and that is a wine banquet. I'll come back to that one as I go into the message. Shout, I hear you. Listen to me. Until we are ready to offer, what is it that the Lord can't refuse in my life? everybody has something the Lord can't refuse. Just that it is not in view until we are ready to offer it. Listen to me. You will never know until you are ready to offer that thing. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. Hello? You will never know. You will never know that this is what the Lord can't refuse until you are ready to offer it. The day and the moment you are ready, it will be made clear. Now, is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. It's a dangerous level. It is dangerous revelation. There are many of us in Christendom today. We do not know. Listen, God, 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 God. God. There is something about our lives that God cannot refuse. There is something about our lives that God desires. It is something he cannot refuse. It is something he will enjoy very much. But we will never know. It will never be made known unto us until the day. Look at Abraham. Until he lifted up his knife and wanted to kill his son Isaac, the lamp that was slain was never in view. What he has said, he was there. I am sure the lamb was hiding in the bush all along. But until he lifted up his knife to slaughter Isaac, the lamb was still hidden. There are many things that the Lord requires of us. The Lord will enjoy of our life, but they are never in view until we are ready. But what to make and I say, I just can find a man and go through some people kindness and kind of guy no pure baby. He would never have known what the Lord desired. Now, is somebody understanding me? Many of us we are struggling, we are saying that God, I want to present unto you something that you will not refuse, like you have heard, until we are ready to actually. So you see, so you see, many of us we are not ready to do 
what God God cannot refuse. If up until this time in your Christian life, God has not asked you to give up something, there is something wrong with your Christianity. Shout, I hear you. Is somebody understanding me? At a certain point, you'll be required to give something. At a certain point, Mr. Rubin, you'll be required. If every day, the impressions are the same, you are not growing. Are you with me? Until we are ready to do it, we never, we are never made aware of it. Nobody told Paul not to have a wife. He decided. It was something God couldn't refuse. At that time, at the early stages of the church, he needed a man without the burden of a wife. Every night he spent writing and sometimes you read some of the epistles and some of the words, how they put them together. This is the reasoning of a man. Also, there are things that the Lord gives us wisdom for, but we do it with our hands. The English I'm speaking, the message I wrote down, eh, the inspiration is from God, but the wisdom, the, is the, the, the words that I chose, it, they, they are my words. They are not the words of the Spirit. Now, are you understanding me? It is plain English. Yes, sir. So, understand this. There is something about your life that the Lord will not refuse. But until we are ready to give up that thing, it is never in view. After seven years in Christianity, if the Lord has not shown you anything about your life that you need to give up, there is something wrong somewhere. Everybody has something the Lord will not refuse. Now, is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. The Israelite, the Israelite work with God in the book of Hosea for a very long time. And one day they got up in Hosea 6 and they, they asked the prophet Hosea, what at all do the Lord require of us? What at all should we give unto the Lord? After many years, mankind, the loss of Moses, mankind, but because they were not ready to give, it was not in view. They had to go back to the prophet Hosea and ask Hosea, Hosea, what at all does the Lord require of us? Hosea said, you have known this a long time. Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, shout, I hear you. Yes, sir. Hosea said unto the people, he said that what does the Lord require? Hosea chapter 6, I think the verse number 6. Let's, let, let me see if I'm right. Hosea chapter 6, the verse number 6. Look at this. Hosea told them, for a desire mercy not sacrifice, an acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. Look at this. Anybody in Israel, Israel, you should have known this. Hello? Oh, come on, hello. But it was never in view until the people were ready to do it. In Psalm 51, the greatest burnt offer of all time. Look at me. One of the things that God required of the people was to bring sheep, sacrifice it. For, you know, remember those things in the Old Testament. The greatest burnt offer of all time. David, he, he went to God in Psalm 51. I think the verse number 16 and the verse number 17. He said that, Everybody read this one. Psalm 51, 16. He said, you do not delight in sacrifice. Is this true? You know? So, so you see, oh. There are things that the Lord, you see, there are things that the Lord will not refuse. You, let's continue reading. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. Come down, Kweku. Now, the sacrifices of God, they are they are what? They are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. Listen to me. <laughs> you do not desire sacrifice, else I would bring it. 
Osofu, David no tumi jina na nemu kumu wame nyanko ponsa. Owe o se, Eurati do not desire sacrifice. Else, I will bring it. You don't want burnt offering. But these are the same things God was complaining about in Malachi. That when they bring an animal, you remember. Hello? Is the church with me this morning? So understand what is happening here. That until we are ready, it is not revealed. David was ready to do what was required. So the Lord told him. David knew that the burnt offerings, they are as a matter of necessity. They are not things that he enjoys. I didn't think I'm in the New Testament. Think about this. If it was something that he enjoyed, do you th- don't you think understand this? It was not something he enjoyed. What he enjoyed, according to David, in David's day and in our day, he said that a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite spirit, oh God, you will not despise. You see, look at the wedding. It is something you will not refuse. When a man comes to you and that man is of a broken spirit, when that man comes to you and he's of a contrite spirit, it is something that I know you will not reject. The same thing is what Hosea told them. You desire mercy. You desire somebody that shall dwell meekly with you. Is somebody understand me? A broken and a contract spirit a broken and a contract spirit it is something we know according to the way that he will not refuse but it is not everybody that understand this mystery listen a brand call for me bisa or hosea no not david the cancer was scripture in the dada but what say hello follow me a brand uncle for me bisa hosea say what does the lord around the cross this one was already in scripture I want us to take the verse Hosea chapter. If we understand what the people were asking, or say, and they see one reverse of oil, and now say, open your go up, go up Hosea chapter six. Let's start from the verse number one. Please follow me. Say, the scripture will make sense unto you. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but He will heal us. Come down, Kweku. Can you come down? After two days, come down. The verse number four or something. What can I do with Ephraim? What can I do with you, Judah? This is verse what? Five. Let me see verse five. Let me see verse five. I don't know whether I am missing somewhere. But I should be right. What can we give unto the Lord? Please, let me, let me check. Yes, sir. So, it, the verse eight is what we read, right? Hosea 6 6. Go to the verse 6. Let me see. Hallelujah. For a desire is not sacrifice, an acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. Come to the verse number 8. Let me see something. I think I'm missing something here. No, 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 no. I'm missing something here. Okay, let's 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 continue. I'll I'll I think I'll I'll have to check it out. Okay, hallelujah. <clears throat> Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. Now, this was in view, this was in scripture before before the people started talking, but because they were not ready to offer it, it was not in view. Hallelujah. I think I wrote it somewhere in my notes here. I'll find it and come to it quickly. Amen and amen. Okay. <laughs> hallelujah. So the people were asking questions. The entire the entire chapter they were asking. Should we kill plenty animals for him? Should we give him rivers of oil? Is that what he desires? No, they were asking questions as though 
these things were not already in scripture david had already said it. he did not desire sacrifice he did not desire burnt offerings what he does is a broken and a contrite spirit now i want to tell somebody something when a man is broken follow me when i say something is broken i hope you understand why something is broken if i take sister sylvia's phone and i smash it on the ground it will be broken nobody fights over something that is broken it is only when the thing is whole that people fight over it is it true oh come on is it true when something is broken also look at this you will see a, 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 a madman walking on the street they are all human beings they have families but nobody fights over their lives but let them get money right now let them be fixed now as they walk on the road they are broken nobody wants to have anything to do with them but let them be fixed and let them get money people will come out and claim that they are the relatives of that madman now are you understanding me one of the things that prevents a man from facing opposition in this life is brokenness shout i hear you nobody wants to have anything to do with you you are in the shadows and you do your things david said david said that there is something about a man that god likes when that person is broken when you are broken what you do is that you give yourself the chance for god to fix you is somebody understanding me the man that is whole he doesn't need anything a broken man always depends on god because he knows that he's broken i just said the friend in you be on an ante because he's blind he cannot do without the help that is how a broken man in the spirit is like they are always dependent on what the lord is going to do that's why the bible said that blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth nobody fights with you nobody is in opposition because you are broken nobody is fighting over anything they see you and you are a broken person you face no opposition it is the guys they see who are upright or they have issues with now is somebody understanding me receive a broken spirit in the name of the lord jesus when i when i was starting earlier in christianity these were some of the things i enjoyed the most that the lord should break us that the lord should break us until you are broken you cannot be reused you see the thing has to be you see it has to be shaped differently until it is broken it cannot be used for something else now is someone understanding me there are many of us who are praying the lord use us god eradicate open my eyes i want to do this you are not broken you cannot be used differently as this chair is if i want to i have to break it before i can take what i want out of it but you came to god whole there is nothing he can do with your life until you are broken he cannot use the part he wants out of your life is somebody understanding me until the brokenness is complete until something is broken off you you are not yet mr rubin if you remain as you are god cannot use you somebody is saying that ah but god takes the foolish things of this world the reason why he takes the foolish things of this world is because the foolish man is a broken man hallelujah everybody sees him and he's calls he calls him a fool that man has nothing to protect is somebody understanding me so he takes the foolish things of this world he takes the weak things of course a weak man is a broken man so that he can reshape you and use you but one can know your doctor dada you understand how the principles of medicine work 
How when an Achilles is torn, it will take six months to rehabilitate. How do you then believe that there is a God that is able to heal it in a second? Until we re-engage our minds to delete and format the things we have known from our experiences in the world that made us whole, we can never become broken. But what did they make and I say? Shout, I hear you. When I was preparing this series, I wrote down and I said something interesting. I said that when we are coming to God, our past experiences, if they are glorious, they count against us. If they are bad, then we quickly forget them and I want to learn something new. Look at any say any when in life I wait. No who sabra but born in Kwana no bo. Nase obey yankupo any no person yankupo you suna. It is easy to forget what she he he had before because but look at madame tipu madame tipu is a doctor madame tipu is a professor she has things she can boast of in the physical into to forget all of them and begin to relate to nobodies in the church like she's also a nobody it's a problem now do you understand this so if we have things for us when we are called they rather work against us because to serve him we have to unlearn the things we have learned and if somebody has something that is not precious it is easy to forget but you have taken six years eight years to study these things in school the pedigree you have in life you built it over 20 years to unlearn it to become a simple man is not easy is somebody understanding me shout i hear you <laughs> So you see, when Esther entered the place, when he entered the palace of the king, and they were all learning to please the king. You see, they prepared the maidens to please the king. So if you could sing and the king didn't like singing, the talent of singing has to be easily formatted. If you dream, forget about it because it's irrelevant. Hello! my jesus so if you were a woman who could sew and all the king wanted you to do was to fan him you have to just go le- and learn how to do what fan the king everything you have brought to the court is irrelevant shout i hear you am i preaching to somebody yes sir so the things we knew before they actually count as a disadvantage and not an advantage that is why he takes the weak things and the foolish things because those ones they don't have to unlearn many things are you understanding me? Oh, come on, shout. I hear you. I haven't preached quarter of my message, but my time is up. Amen and amen. He takes the broken. Tell somebody, Father, break me. Oh, tell yourself, Father, break me this morning. Say, I want you to use my life. So please break me down. Shout, I hear you. There are many of us, we are too straight, we are too stiff, we are too knowledgeable to be used. We are too fixed in our ways to be broken. Now, are you understanding me? <laughs> and until we are broken, we can never. Until it is broken, it will remain in its original state. Mr. Ruby. So what we desire that the Lord do with our lives it's not that the Lord doesn't want to do it too, but we are not broken. Of fire, we move on fire yet because we are still the same. Fifteen years in the church, ten years in the church, five years in the church, two years in the church. You don't know what the Lord requires of you, number one, and you haven't found anything that He will not refuse. I Means there are things I know that the Lord will not refuse. 
sink me to the deepest hell sink me to the lowest ebb in my spirituality give me 10 minutes alone with him i know there are things i will offer the man will not refuse you won't understand but i know what i'm talking about hallelujah oh come on hallelujah i say sink me anywhere put me pick me from bolgatanga after seven years and put me be uh, put me alone with god for 10 minutes there are there are things i will do and i know that the lord will not refuse these months and yet they are he will hear these things he would want to come he would want to have something to do with me because there are things i know he will not refuse everybody has something discover it I told you that it is not the same for everybody. Until we are ready to offer it, it is never in view. Darubin, Until twenty years, we are never broken. We are never going to get used. Somebody said to me, "I want the Lord to bless me. I want to sponsor the work of God." How can you sponsor the work of God when you are not broken? You think that God wants rich devils? There are plenty in the world. In Kongo, Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. If God wanted to reach the voice, Madam, Bibri Ohu, Anamibwa, Abba. I'm from Saudi Arabia, Alaji, Bibri, Skabibri. There are rich devils all over the world. He doesn't have to argue. God does not delight in creating rich, rich devils. He doesn't have to argue. So don't expect to be who you are, and then God will do what he wants to do with your life. You have to be broken. And yes, sir, maybe a free banning free. There are many things that can put food on your table. A hard work, it can bring it. No two ways. But I say, shout I hear you. But if the Lord umpire obonunu, you want the Lord to honor your life so that you can bless his work until you are broken, these things don't happen. They don't do what? They don't happen. When I was when I started the city building series, I was showing you some men of old. And how the Lord broke them and used them. One man got up from tuberculosis, became the richest beverage maker in the world. He was broken. Shout I hear you. Also, it is the investment of these men. I tell you, there are many things that we see in this world. It is because good men decided to be used. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was reading certain things, it blew my mind. The early fathers. Those guys, those industrial industrialists, almost thirty America, no me a GD for no so Some of the things they made, the sacrifices they made. Also for sixty universities, and some of them are about seventy percent financed by the tithes of somebody. And some of them voluntarily built them. and people were attending the less privileged. Shocker, you hear schools, they say some are Ivy League schools. Do you know where they came from? Broken men, say broken men. Oh, come on, say broken men. Receive grace to be broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said, Receive grace to be broken. So, rather do bear your person, you need to be broken. If I continue with my message, so I want to, I want to, I want to, yes. I just want to try and end it here. Hallelujah. Yeah. But there are deep things inside the way. There are deep things. Understand this. Brokenness is key. David said that you do not want sacrifices. Else I will give you some 51. Go there. Let this scripture be in your head. Let this scripture 
be in your head. You do not delight in sacrifices or else I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. Uh-huh. Come down. Say the sacrifices of God. Look at this. There are the sacrifices of man and there are the sacrifices of what? God. But it is a broken spirit. It is what? A broken spirit. It is what? A broken spirit. A broken spirit is not in contention with any man. It is not trying to go around praising himself, being proud. The spirit is broken. In the spirit, he has no opposition. Nobody can raise his hand. And he said that, no, I, I stand in, a, in opposition to this man's lifting. A broken spirit. God says he can use you for anything. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I said, hallelujah. Pray to God, cry to God, Father, break me, break me down, use me. Many years ago, I used to go for emergency prayer. We, we used to call it emergency prayer meeting. I remember one day, together with the people, I lifted up a prayer for seven hours, Father, break us. Hallelujah. I remember that those were the days, one of the men of God that I used to be with. That was the first day the Lord opened his eye in the spirit. Hallelujah. And what he said, what the man of God said, I could confirm in the spirit. He wasn't into these things. But that was the first day after a bomb, after around five hours, 30 minutes, oh, Papa Ranger, the Lord opened his eyes and he saw. He saw, he started shouting. You know, for the first time, he saw an open vision. He started shouting. He started shouting. He started shouting. I will never forget those days. Uh, uh, <coughs> sorry, not technical phone, but set up and I do. And we used to pray behind. And when we we're praying, the guy that had done the setup, I don't know whether the Lord spoke to him. He had left a song on it. In the song, and the repeated through the PA system. And it was this song, uh, 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 Potter's Hand, right? That's it. Yeah, Potter's Hand. Mood me. What, what, what? The song was there. I will never forget this incident. The Lord opened his eyes. He saw deep into somebody's house. Me, myself, I confirmed the prophecy in my spirit. When we finished, the lady came to me and said that what the guy has said, he just doesn't understand how in detail the guy, he wasn't used to those things. So he saw the vision and he was just saying, well, when, when we were praying, he was just saying what he see. Just, just like detailed. The Lord broke him. I believe that the Lord broke him. In prayer, about five hours, we saw that he started crying and weeping. And then about 30 minutes later, the weans was started so casa. And it was a detailed vision about somebody. Hallelujah. Even, even me, myself, I was standing, I was shocked at the depth, at the clarity of the vision. I was shocked. Hallelujah. Those ones, we see them when we are alone. We don't see them when we are standing in front of people. They are, they are mysteries left for the prophets. Amen and amen. Yeah, the man saw it in detail. I don't know what it is you desire of the Lord. I don't know what it is you want the Lord to do with your life. But first of all, you must be broken. You must be... You must be broken. Until you are broken, expect not to be used. Until you are broken. Yeah, you have to be broken. Huh? you have to be hot I guess I you swim for 15 years and nothing comes out of it please understand this so there is nobody the Lord commissions and doesn't equip what you say hello 
God doesn't send people and then at the, at the end of their life, they are disgraced. Many, many people are doing the work of God and they are not broken. There is nothing. I, I, somehow I wonder how the Holy Ghost help, helped you work on you. What could make the, you need that there should be something there. There should be a brokenness in your spirit. Now, are you understanding me? Yeah. You refuse anything you hear. This cannot be from God. If it is not according to my will, it cannot come from God. How then do you expect to hear what God cannot refuse? Three days next, I fast. Do you think she was joking? I believe that she was inspired to present the cake. What she cannot mean to me to us because of what? Because of the time. I don't think Esther went into the prayer closet and started praying, 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 and came to see the king. Why, of all things, three days. Why do I have to invite him for a banquet? Is somebody with me? I don't want the, the in fact the depth of the message I've not talked about because I wanted people to understand the place of brokenness. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I said hallelujah. Is somebody blessed to be here this morning? Open tema father break my life oh come on say it father break my life say father use me come on whatever you want to do with my life say i have understood that i need to be broken oh please say whatever you desire to do with my life say from today i know that i need to be broken and so father break me in the name of the lord jesus